Hello, everyone. I hope you are all doing well and staying hydrated. In this episode of Raw Talk, we have a very beautiful guest, Jasmine. How are you? Good. How are you today? I'm so happy to have you here, and I'm sure so many others as well. I find you so inspiring and creative and just the whole package. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I could literally say the same thing about you and a million things more, too. <laughs> oh, oh, well, thank you. So before we start, tell us a little bit more about you and what you do and what your passions are. All right. So hello, everyone. My name is Jasmine, and I am a first-generation Taiwanese-American. I am a product manager in the engineering residence industry, and outside of the workplace, I am your 2020 to 2021 International Junior Miss Taiwan, a e-commerce print model, and in my free time, you can find me at home in Los Angeles with my two kitty kids, Totoro and Haku. Yes. Oh my gosh. I know. They're so (laughs) cute. I did the portraits of them, like, not too long ago, and oh my god, so cute. (laughs) When I got the pictures of them, you captured their, their essence perfectly too i showed it to everyone and they're like that is them without a doubt (laughs) oh i know they're so cute i love kitties i can't get any because i'm allergic but so i know i know it's horrible it's so so cute though cats are like one of my favorite animals if not my favorite animals so i know adorable (laughs) they're definitely my favorite um and apparently if i look back as a kid there were a ton of pictures with me like with a bunch of cat things so i guess it was like (laughs) waiting to happen yeah it was just like meant to be (laughs) oh that's so cute so let's dig into your pageant life and just all of that ups and downs just dig into it I um so my pageant journey let's see I kind of wow I started my pageant journey 10 years it will be 10 years ago oh my god August wow that's a long time (laughs) is that the thing is, I it doesn't feel like it, but when I don't look back, I'm like, it really has taken a big portion of my life. Um, yeah. The first few pageants I did, they were all really small ethnic systems, and I kind of started with them to be essentially like a college resume filler, because I didn't really do a lot of other extracurricular activities in school. Like, I would always volunteer, but there was nothing that really made me stand out in terms of other students. Right. And then I guess I really, really launched my pageant career when I um, got to Pennsylvania for university. And then when I saw local title holders from a few systems around the, around Philly just do their thing, it really lit a fire in me to say like, hey, yeah. they're still doing pageant stuff. They're in college too. It's not someone more past college and they're really making a big difference in their community. And I want to do the same. I, I really want to be that impact. That, like yeah. a lot of people set out to be yeah absolutely yeah I think pageants in general I mean I know so many girls in the pageant industry and it is a very like happy business it's very you meet so many beautiful people and they're so they're not only beautiful on the outside but they're beautiful inside out and I think that that's so special because not everybody that is considered beautiful or is beautiful is necessarily a beautiful person. So I think that's so, um, you know, just so inspiring. Cause I, literally everybody that I've met, because I've met a lot of pageant girls through my work. And again, like everybody's like so nice and so welcoming. And oh, it's just so inspiring for me. Oh, I, oh my gosh. Yeah. I met you through your um, artwork too. When I saw you do a bunch of other um, pageant girls, and I was like, yeah. wow, this art is so gorgeous. I, I need one of my own. Oh. And 
that's how it all started and yeah, I think yeah. it'll be like what two years ago two years ago so, yeah first piece I, yeah, oh my gosh years. yeah since we met yeah I've known you for I think two we've known each other for two years now <laughs> oh, time has honestly flown so fast <laughs> I know <laughs> time flies when you're having fun for sure oh I definitely know. So funny. I know it's been it's been a while but I mean like I feel like I'm like just like known you. like I feel like you've been in my circle forever it's so funny how that happens <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like you have certain people in your life that may not be there every single day but they're still that constant like they're just still constantly there right exactly and you can like look back on things and yeah exactly like we don't call each other every day but we still support each other and love each other and I think that mm-hmm. that's exactly what we need especially in the world right now today that's exactly what we need oh definitely um, absolutely so you know, how is your self-love been? You know, just just like asking you in general, like, how has that been? My self-love, it's, a, it's been a journey. Yeah. So to be completely honest, I was really, really healthy and active for a kid. And then when I got into u- university, I had the freshman 15 and relationship weight hit me okay. all at once. Yeah. And, at the, and, that, and like I was saying earlier, that's kind of when I also started doing pageants too. So, or like really started getting into larger name systems, Mm -hmm. especially for like America. Um, My first one was USA. And I want to say Pennsylvania, USA is kind of what really got me thinking like, hey, this path that I'm heading down, it's not the best for me and especially down the long run. And during that time, I will be very honest, I struggled a lot physically and mentally just being in a good space yeah and then I was honestly trying a bunch of diets and lifestyles that weren't a right fit for me and further damaged my relationship with food yeah. and it really wasn't until I changed my mindset about the whole thing that I not only began to see progress but also heal my relationship with food and I did that by listening to my body rather than forcing it forcing it to do what I wanted to do and it really is that saying of you can lead a horse to water but you can't force it to drink and that also applies to yourself and your self-care right and yeah through pageants and really having to compete in swimsuit it also not it not only changed my life because I got started on that fitness journey that I'm still on now that's benefiting me but also it changed my perspective about even competing or just swimwear and just all that stuff in the pageant world because back then I used to think oh they just want someone who's skinny who's who has muscles but in reality no everybody's so different but what is important is that you are healthy for your body and what you can do right because not everyone is the same right we're all different we're all on different journeys health-wise and body-wise I mean everyone's different and I do feel like society does tend to put that standard on you know I feel like it's slowly shifting. I don't know if you noticed that, but it used to be so concrete when we were kids. You remember oh, yeah. that? I mean, it was crazy. I, I will say the fashion, the fashion era of the early two thousands mm-hmm. definitely messed with me growing up so much. And oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> in a way, seeing the trends come back now, it it is kind of like bringing back older traumas and fears I used to have back then about like essentially my body right yeah yeah I mean I, I don't know about you but I remember when I was a kid I used to watch the Victoria's Secret fashion show and I'm sure like you've seen it and it was mm-hmm. very again like it, it very much promoted that 
very unhealthy lifestyle and that that kind of uh, message where it's like, okay, well, in order to be beautiful and in order to be considered, you know, angelic or fancied among men or whatever, you have to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. For me, what stands out the most in terms of that is that like early 2010s Tumblr era where the hit bridge was like, yes the hip bridge and thigh gaps were the peak of fashion yeah and like I remember a ton of girls just going to extremes to achieve that which at that time we were growing it wasn't healthy I mean granted my body now I naturally do have a figure that allows me to have a thigh gap and hip bridge however that is my body naturally and granted I'm also not the healthiest in the sense of I am a bit underweight too so I actually need to add something to make sure that I am doing everything that's good for my body and that will benefit me Mm -hmm. right and I think that's definitely the biggest thing is that you your body can be a bunch of different things but as long as you are doing your best to live it out in the healthiest manner that's really the most that we can do with given all the things that are happening. Absolutely. And it's so true. I mean, you can't really judge by like a magazine cover or an advertisement online. A lot of it tends to be very misleading and tends to be very in your face. And I don't know if you've like scrolled through like Instagram, but I see like these advertisements. I don't really know like the names. I think it's like Fashion Nova or mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you can see that the images are heavily photoshopped. Oh my gosh. And, they, and those fashion essentially those fashion instagrams are specifically targeting us and if not definitely younger girls younger girls exactly way more impressionable on this too right and like we're in our 20s but it's like that's how crazy like that can be because you you, like you remember when you're in like your teens like you Mm -hmm. you know like I remember and it's like I was so much more delicate back then I think what's scary also now is that the concept of a preteen isn't is no longer a thing anymore you have these girls who are 10 who are 11 who are instantly dressing like us women Mm -hmm. in our 20s there's Mm -hmm. little girls dressing like women and it it's harmful because they're not there yet both mentally but also physically your body is not there yet like if once you are of age and you would like to dress in that way if that empowers you go ahead do your thing but while you're still young like that's right it's you're just at such an impressionable point in your life it's it's not healthy and generally just not safe no which is the biggest thing it's not safe right and you see these kids you know on tiktok or whatever and it's it's sad because i look back to when i was 13 and Mm -hmm. you know i'm sure you can too and i was not on instagram (laughs) like i was i was out in my driveway playing with shock okay Mm -hmm. like like i did not have any like internet you know or anything like that it wasn't until i turned maybe like 14 maybe 15 where like my mom allowed me to get a Facebook but Instagram was never like the trend back then you know Instagram was was very much um, background noise at that time mm-hmm. Facebook was like MySpace was you know that those were like the kings at the time mm-hmm. but I, feel I like can Instagram actually had... remember I'm, so, I'm so sorry um, I can actually remember when Instagram like launched and in a way like everything changed in 2012 everything changed that. yeah like I agree I, I it kind of feels weird to be old enough to reflect back on it, but like you can really see that big shift of that is when everything essentially became our modern social social media and what it is now. Right. Yeah. And like you look back and you're like, oh, you know, like 
sure when you were like a kid sure you post you took a selfie or whatever and you posted mm-hmm. it you know as like a joke or like for fun but it's so heavily uh it, it's like very much obsessive now i feel like the the time the era i should say of the selfie was when it first started becoming very very popular i would say maybe 2014 if around there maybe 2015 it was around that time and even like within 2015 to now i mean look at now look at where it's been look where how far that whole thing has come oh my gosh i and what is it nowadays kids are going from the lower like tiktok angle and now they're going up higher up to like that myspacey angle again or yeah. it's like it's it's all cycling back in a way and yeah. everything truly does repeat itself after a while it does yeah it's so true i mean i think I think, too, social media definitely has a huge impact, not only on children, but on, on us, you know? I mean... Oh, from, my gosh, yes. Yeah, I mean, there's days where I'm like, I can't even go on it today. You know, I think it's I think it's important, and I'm sure you can agree as well, you know, take breaks. You know, don't be so committed. Don't be... It's okay to not post every day. It's okay mm-hmm. to just take a few days off to yourself. It's healthy. When you took your break off of social media, I would say that was definitely one of the bravest things that I've ever seen anyone do, because knowing that you have all your businesses too that was like that that's kind of honestly when you took your break that was kind of a reality check for me too in the sense of me going like I'm still even though I'm not actively posting every day I'm still in a way obsessed over how I appear on social media yeah well who isn't yeah and it really is like we do need to take that step back and just really unwind un unlink ourselves essentially just really reconnect mm-hmm. with who we are and just what our purpose is that we want to like positively give out to the world right and I can't agree even more I mean when I when I did that um you know I took a break because I felt like it was important mm-hmm. and I just I needed a break you know I think I took six months off of my main account which was a lot it was half a year um so, yeah, I mean, I ditched it in August, early August 2020, and I came mm-hmm. back in, like, maybe, like, middle of March 2021. And so, yeah, it was, it was a pretty, pretty big gap. But I learned a lot about myself. My – the only account that was private was my private account, obviously. Mm-hmm. And that was the only account that I was really active on. And I only allowed the people in my circle that loved mm-hmm. me, cared about me, uh, you know, people that were truly there for me versus the rest of the outside world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and honestly, that's definitely one of the most important things during that like reconnecting era. Is that it? It definitely sucks when you see people who you thought were really supportive of you would you know you think that they would be there, but in a way, going through that, it really filters out the noise, and it then does. the yeah. people who truly love you, support you, and want to see you succeed are still going to be there regardless of like how long you need a break absolutely and that was the thing that I realized because when I when I left my main I was very discouraged I was in a really bad state but Mm -hmm. I told myself I said well you know what I I don't really need this to make myself like I don't I don't need this to make myself happy because I have so many friends and family that care about me and that's what I'm going to focus myself on as of right now until I nurse myself back to health and I and I'm strong enough to do it again and for a long time, even when I like ditched my old account, I didn't think that I would ever come back to it. I really didn't. But after talking to my friends over the past six months that I was gone, they said to me, I remember my, my one friend, one of my good friends, she said to me, she said, 
why are you, why are you letting the, you know, this control you, you know, why are you letting the hate control you? You know, you don't have to shut all the way off. You know, she said, do what you want. But she said, you're such an inspiration. And so many people, you, you deserve to have a platform that is your own that you can use to inspire others and not just your friends, but other people. And I thought to myself, yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. You know, I think I might go back on, <laughs> you know, and she kind of just, you know, it was very, um, you know, she kind of, she kind of shook me a little bit and, you know, in a way, I guess you can say I was, I don't want to say I was like letting the hate control me, but in a way I felt very unsafe on that account. Hence why I left. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I can't tell you how many people I've removed and blocked off my main account it's really, you, you do have the power, you do have the control. And just as you said, you know, I have, my friends are all with me. And again, having that support system, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Support systems are just, I mean, there's, there's so much, I mean, I think having each other, it makes every journey good or bad, just 10 times better, you know? Oh, absolutely without a support honestly your support system regardless of how many people it is even if it's just one person just right. having even just one person who you know is there literally rooting for you cheering you on it drives you so much and it really lights up that fire in your belly it does it does and it makes you just feel good and you know support each other you know I think I think that's huge and you know just like what you were saying I mean Surrounding yourself with with good people, I think that that's, you know, that's the key to life, you know? Um, It changes your life so much. And it, you know, it really, really does. Absolutely. So switching gears, um, Mm -hmm. I mean, tell us a little bit about As I Am. So As I Am is my passion project that turned into a reality. Um, Yeah, that's incredible. I launched, so it's a women's empowerment movement. And growing up, I didn't see a lot of people in the media that look like me or that I could identify with. And if I found anyone that I could identify with, they were either single dimensional monolithic, sometimes even like a one-time recurring side character and kind of rather than wait around for someone to write a story like mine, I, I said, I'm gonna do it myself. Yeah. Um, Being in the pageant world for so long, I kind of realize that I have my own platform and a voice and that people will people do stop and listen to what I have to say yeah so using that platform I just did what I had to do and launch launch as I am um it's something that I've kind of been thinking about for a long time but I really something in me said that now is the time um Mm -hmm. last year during around like March, right when COVID really became a thing. Yeah. And then there is, it broke my heart hearing about how there were so many Asian American kids who were even adults who were just ashamed of their identity, afraid of what, just, they didn't, they, they were just ashamed of who they were. And it broke my heart because my community has had such a long time of trying to be just okay with, and love our image and then all of a sudden this comes and it didn't help that there were people in influential positions who were saying negative things that right. others other impressionable individuals will listen and believe right absolutely and if you don't want me asking I mean how because there has been a lot of hate crimes against mm-hmm. your community and I can't even imagine 
I mean, I, I can't even put myself in your shoes. I mean, seeing that and, and hearing about it all the time on, on the media and the news. I mean, how does that affect you mentally? I mean, I didn't think it would affect me as much as it did. Because to be really yeah. honest, it took me in a place where I could have gone down a really, really dark path and a right. really negative path. Right. And in a way, like launching as I am really saved not, saved me from that too, because I kind of took that pain and the hurt that I was feeling and made that into my motivation of if I'm feeling this way and I know who I am, I'm confident in who I am. I love being a first generation Taiwanese American that if I'm feeling this way, then someone else who definitely did not have the fortunate upbringing that I had there, they must be struggling so much more. And if I can even just be a voice or just even just like a little figure to be like, hi, look, like, I I may not be like a real princess, but I have a crown on my head and it's shiny. And if it makes you feel good, then like, that's all that really matters. Like, I just wanted that even like a little kid to just like, oh my gosh, is she a real princess? Because that was something that I always got when I whenever I went to events would be little kids just they they look at you and they're like oh yeah. my gosh she's she's a real princess like yeah. like you feel like yeah I've you got are, too. yeah it's so cute yeah. it's it warms your heart so much and to see that connection you make with a kid yeah during a time like this where it is a lot darker and my community was seeing all the negativity I you needed that light and you needed that spark yeah. more than ever and through the year as it kind of went on um with um last year's um marches in the summer that further kind of kicked it off to me that not only do I need to elevate my voice but I need to but I should take my platform and use that to elevate the voices of other women in their marginalized communities as well because there's no good if I only keep it on me when to be honest I do come from a very privileged background and just being East Asian i there are so many things that I will never experience because of who I am. And that's right. all like, it's just, it doesn't sit right with me that I have so much good and that good things happen to me and that I have the platform and I'm not using it to essentially elevate and uplift others too. Right. Yeah. Positivity is contagious. Definitely. And it just, it, to me, I just, really hope that with as I am um, oh and I forgot to even say as I am is the name came from um essentially my identity as I am if you kind of like fill in the letters yeah it turns into Asian American Asian. yes I know I was gonna ask you about too I was like looking at it, I'm like oh my god like play <laughs> on words I think that's so amazing like for real but like it's so true what you're saying I mean I think in the world today we're going through so much everyone is just it, people are just they're just I, I feel like it's just not the same as it used to be I really feel that way and mm-hmm. it's sad it's really sad but just like what you're saying I mean spreading that positivity and spreading that light it's it's so it's just it's so beautiful and so it's so just it just warms you and it, just like what you're saying you know a positivity is so contagious I mean it, it it's really I mean you can really just just it just flows through all of us and again that that's uh, relating back I mean with my podcast too I really wanted to use this platform as well because I also felt the same way as you I mean I also come from a pretty privileged background as well and I I really wanted to use my platform because when you have like a lot of followers which I have like a pretty decent following 
I didn't want to just be like posting pictures of myself. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was really stupid on my part. And I, you know, and you see influencers all the time and they don't, you know, it's all about the money. It's all about how I look. It's all about mm-hmm. this. It's all about that. It's all about blah, blah. And for me, I'm like, this isn't, and I don't even consider myself an influencer, but I'm sure some people do. And I really wanted to just create a platform where, again, I could just spread all of my views and Mm -hmm. what I wanted and what I wanted people to take from me, just like you. So again, creating that platform and having people become inspired. And, you know, I created this podcast because I I said to myself, I said, I need to create, I need to do something. I've been wanting to do a podcast for so long. I finally (laughs) found time and then the courage to create one. And again, it's just, it's for me and people like you who have stories and have raw experiences and you know, want to share and spread the light. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I lo- honestly, I've been loving your podcast episodes. I've been listening to them when I'm like at work and it, oh. it gets me through the day. Like it, it's like the perfect start in my morning too. Cause it's, it's just a little like happy little happy. Like, I don't know. It's like, it puts you in a good headspace. And then once you're in that good headspace through the day, like you said earlier, that it, the positively spreads and it just, Everyone is in a better mood if you come off in a better mood. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. You know, your positivity really rubs off on everyone. And again, you know, I I feel the same way, you know, like I feel like when I listen to um, another podcast or something like that, because I listen to other podcasts and, you know, it's fun because really, you know, positivity can really rub off on you and just make you feel all, you know, it it really just uplifts your whole day. And and you, again, the the headspace, it's cleared and you're, you're just, you feel so good about yourself. Absolutely. Um, so you should start a podcast. I (laughs) I would be like, yeah, I am an extremely talkative person. So if it, So if anything, I will say what that is, if the universe has plans for me to launch a podcast, then the universe will let me know and it will happen. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You know, I agree with that 100%. It's really the right time when you'll know. And like, that was like me, like with my art and like my other companies, like that was me with that. Because for the longest time, I'm like, I'm like, there's no way I, I would be able to do this. But it's so true. When things are supposed to happen. It's almost as if they naturally gravitate towards you and it just happens. It's, that's just how it is. That's how life is in my opinion. But, um, it's so, so true. So before I let you go, I have one more question to ask you. Mm -hmm. I ask everybody on my podcast, (laughs) what is one word that you say that you live by? Um, the one word is phenomenal. Yeah. It is from Maya, Maya Angelou's poem, Phenomenal Woman. And it goes, Phenomenal Woman, that's me. Technically, that is the phrase that I live my life by. Phenomenal Woman, that's me. It, there, The word itself, phenomenal, has such a regal air around it, but also it has a warmth that like comes around it too. Kind of like, it's regal and uplifting, but it, has, it surrounds you like a warm hug. Yes. And like in a way that's what I want to exude and project into the world. And that's really what I want to give off is that I am someone who has come up from their struggles, who acknowledges that I have that I do have privileges that other people have not. However, I want to still be someone who is inspiring and that is that people can look up to, even if it's just one person. Yeah, knowing that I made that impact on even one individual, it's 
it is enough for me to know that I did exactly what I set out to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you are so inspiring. You're one of the most inspiring people I know. And yeah, you really are. And you just have this, again, you just have like this light about you and you just like, just everything you do, it's so like successful. And just like with your modeling, your pageants, you know, like your organization too. I mean, everything that you do, it just, it ha- it screams power. And oh, thank you. For real, it does. And I see your, I see your posts and I see your, you know, how you are, you know, and I love too, like about you as well, because you always have like, yeah, like your pageant, your modeling, but you also post like your real self, which I think is incredible because not many people do that. You know, they only post like the lights and the camera and the poses, but you do both. And I think that that's insane. I, I love it. Thank you. Um, so I'm sorry, I know that we were wrapping up, but also I just want to say that for me personally, I suffer with imposter syndrome a lot. Yeah. And I know it doesn't seem like it with, you know, my organization, the modeling and all that stuff. But in a way, when I post those like more real pictures or even the real stories, it is not only a reminder for me that, you know, I did achieve all the accomplishments that I did and that I deserve every bit of praise for the hard work I put in. But I also want to shatter that perception to girls that this is not achievable. But at the end of the day, like, you know, I am still your 25 year old woman who is still honestly trying to figure out life as I go. Right. And we all are. I mean, like, we're both in our early 20s. I mean, it's hard. It's hard, girl. I mean, like, it's so hard because, like, you think in your 20s, like, you're like, I'm going to get married. I'm going to have this. I'm going to have that. I'm going to be, everything's going to be all set for me. But then you have to think back and you're like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Like, no like I'm at my own pace and that's okay Mm -hmm, definitely that everyone is honestly our 20s we are everything is going at like two or three times speed for (laughs) uh, some others are just still going at the pace that there's I mean regardless we're all going at the pace that we're supposed to be going at and that right we are all life is a marathon and that we are all running our own business and that if we focus and stay in our own lane in that sense, then we will end, we will reach the finish line. Yeah. That's some people so finish true. it before, some people finish after, but we are all going to hit that finish line. Yeah. 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 Very well put. It's so true. And you're so right. Life is a marathon. I mean, you're going to have some, you know, trips. You're going to trip a little bit. You're going to, you know, you're going to run a little faster. You may run a little slow. You might get tired. It's so true. Everybody's at their own pace. And, you know, we're all human. We're all here. It's so, so, so true. Uh, well, thank you again for being here. I, again, I had to have you on this podcast. Like, I, I was like, like, <laughs> I have to have Jasmine here. I mean, again, I'm just so many incredible women on this podcast. But I, again, I it was an honor having you here for real. I mean, I, I look up to you so much. <laughs> I really do. Thank you. I think you're incredible, as you know. I mean, I love you. And I just, oh, I'm just, again, thank you so much for being here. It was incredible. Thank you so much, Nikki. It's been an absolute honor. And I'm just honestly, I'm just so happy that we are able to connect, click and just I know. have yeah. this connection that we have. And I know that we are going to be able to take our platforms and yeah. really, we are going to be the go getters that we set out to be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Girl power. Yes, absolutely. Yes.